Blog Talk Radio. Philosophical nihilism is all that remains of the West. Narcissistic philosophical nihilism is all that remains of the West. Oz Guinness was right. He wrote a book a long time ago called The Dust of Death. And in this book, he explains how the dust of death has settled over the Western world. It is interesting, is it not, that everything these days in the West points to the toppling of every institution, the repudiation of every morality, the turning upside down of every every established norm. Here's what is going on in the West. Be done with all moral absolutes, all spiritual absolutes in favor of philosophical relativism. It's only absolute, mind you, it's only absolute is philosophic relativism. And so here's the contradiction. And here, uh, Francis, as Francis Schaeffer would say, man cannot get away or repudiate his own management. In order to hold to philosophical relativism, he must hold an absolute. And so we are here at this point in history where people have become or have been deliberately brainwashed to become ahistorical. They have no uh, understanding of the past and a reference to the future. Everything is what is now or immediate, and they cannot see what is going on. Believers however, have another viewpoint or should have a different perception of the culture. What we see in today's culture is what Paul describes as as those who are dead in trespasses and sins. So what we are looking at and what we are seeing and what we are hearing is the behavior of the dead. The term that's used in the New Testament is the word sinners, hamartholos, or plural hamartholoi. The word sinners is not a noun, it is an adjective. It describes a certain set of behaviors. And so people have been reduced to mere behavioral surfaces. 
not only by the culture which they seek to defend in its so-called pro- progressive values, but also because of the sinfulness and the pride that one sees today. And the pride is disguised uh, in, in a manner of speaking, I should say, it is disguised. But believers need to know, the believers need to be aware of what is going on in the culture. Hollywood recently made a movie which espouses man-boy, man-boy love. Please read about the history of the ancient Greeks. Hollywood, or I should say in Southern California, in the L.A. area, there is a restaurant uh, that advertises itself uh, as a place where one can uh, partake of cannibal dishes. That's right, a cannibalistic or a cannibal restaurant in Southern California. God sees. And for a long time, Southern California has been the the pornographic capital of the world. God will only let sin go so far. God will allow things to go on to a certain point. And today I even read where a so-called professor at a seminary uh, said some very unkind things about the person of Jesus. Today, it is the repudiation of Jesus that takes precedence in the minds of many people. Without understanding who Jesus really is, without understanding for real what God did through Christ Jesus and what God has brought to us and to our lives through Christ Jesus, God has brought us salvation through Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ shed his blood on Calvary for our sin, that you and I might be set free, that we may be loosed out from our sin by receiving Christ as one Savior. Do you really want to be a part of this milieu, of this culture, of the this culture which has devalued the ultimate values? Please read Nietzsche. Please read uh, Frederick Nietzsche. And read his piece on the Overman or the Superman. Please read his treatise on on the herd and what he says about the herd. Please read Eric Hoffer's True Believer to understand what is going on and the mentality that you see at large. But understand that for believing ones, God has a different way. So I'm going to be reading to you from Paul's uh, Treatise to the Romans. This is Romans chapter 13, beginning at verse 10. Paul writes, Love worketh no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law, and that, knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep, speaking of believers, For now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. The night is far spent, 
The day is at hand. Let us therefore, speaking to believers, cast off the works of darkness. He is speaking to believing ones. And let us put on the armor of light. Let us decorously, literally decorously, as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, a word which means no self-restraint and a readiness to do anything, not in strife and in being, verse 14, but put you on or put me on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. What a verse. And think about this verse. Think carefully about what we have here, what what Paul is saying to us. But put you on, Eris. This this verb is an Eris imperative middle. He is speaking to believers. Eris, the Eris means of, uh, is punctiliar. It means at a point in time. The imperative means a command, something to do at once. And of course, the middle voice means to act upon oneself or in one's interest in a particular way. So this verb is, again, an heiress, imperative, middle. Do this at once. It is a command. It is not a suggestion. Put on as a garment the Lord Jesus Christ. And then we're given a present imperative. Make not provision. And the word provision here is very, very interesting. It means to know ahead of time. Make not provision. Don't plan for fleshly activity. Don't entertain fleshly desires or planning in one's heart. Don't do this. Don't cheapen yourself. Don't seek to engage in behavior that will blot out or turn out the light of Christ in your life. You don't want the shadows of a former way of life, well, if we can call it a way of life, in your heart today because you know Jesus. Don't let people into your life who will seek to take away Jesus has done for you. Think about what people do in the world. Think about the pornography. Think about the recreational drinking, the partying. And do these people seem happy to you or satisfied? Notice, satiation means what? It is always temporal. People have to go on to other or more deeper uh, ways to find pleasure or satiation, because this is it. This is it. This is the behavior of the dead ones. Whereas in Christ Jesus, when one has new life, it is an abiding reality. Knowing Christ brings joy and peace and spiritual prosperity. Notice, 
that those who have, pro, can, I should say, profess the name of Christ, and later on we find out the, their sinfulness and what they were doing, notice how they looked. Notice the eyes. The eyes, indeed, are the window to the soul. The eyes will tell you everything you need to know. You will see the darkness. You will see the sin. You will see the depravity. And people try to hide all this behavior with a smile. You can't. You can't. And yet they want to uh, profess Jesus. God told David, what you have done in the dark, I'm going to what? I'm going to allow it to be seen with the noonday sun. Believers, don't play with sin. Please read Psalm 90. Our secret sins here are open scandal in heaven. You don't want to play with sin. The wages of sin are always death, or it's always death. The gift of God is eternal life. Don't be seduced by so-called Christians' friends into sin. And as an extra note, let me say that the humanistic psychology in the West is dead. Their psychological systems are dead. Their recipes and the way uh, their therapies are dead. Just look at what has opened, the doors they have opened. And you know, specifically, that people who are having problems or so-called problems of living tend to do better on their own without therapy. The psychological in- industry wants to keep you hostage. They want to give you drugs. They want to keep you tied to them so they can make money off of you. Because understand this. In Christ Jesus, you can be set free of sin and death, and you can have a real life, a life that is filled with God, filled with blessing, filled with hope. Please read in the New Testament, John chapter 3, verse 16. Please read the book of Romans in order to understand what God has done and what God has given through Christ Jesus. God has made a way for you to have a wonderful life through his son, Jesus Christ, who shed his blood on Calvary for you. Get a real life and stop pretending with those who are dead and trespassers and sins. Get a real life. Good afternoon. My name is Dr. Josiah. God bless you.